Chapter 50. Steer helped direct the people who most needed help. He supported those from nearby buildings who were handing out water, thrusting bottles into the hands of the desperate souls who staggered by. They were like ghosts, discoloured by the debris which continued to rain down from above. And these were the lucky ones. Others stumbled past wearing another equally distinctive colour, the colour of their own blood. When the bottles started running low, they limited the offers to essential sips for the desperate, doing whatever they could to support as many of the needy as possible. The souls who'd already given up hope of being rescued from the upper floors chose their own way out of this disaster. Like birds shot on the wing, they fell from the heights in a brave act of taking control, when they knew that their perishing was both inevitable and imminent. They threw whatever they could to break the remaining glass. Their clear air was the only way out of hell. Some panicked before falling, failing to fully commit to their final act, left to hang for a short time from the ledges that represented a no-man's land between life and death. Stee heard a rumbling sound. It was getting closer. He looked up at the South Tower. The noise manifested into a vision that was to become iconic, and it was right in front of him. He was transfixed as the tower collapsed into itself. Manhattan shook and the surrounding water level rose. The implosion was so neat in its collapse that it looked as though it had been detonated from within. Everyone ran. Even the emergency authorities had to abandon both the acts of rescue and their initial attempts to triage the sick from the dead. Stee continued to run. Like everyone around him, he would have been consumed by the falling building joining the casualty numbers had he not moved. Everybody headed in the same direction, fleeing the disaster consuming the city. As the tower crashed to the ground, the debris rained down like a meteor storm. A cloud of dust chased the closest pedestrians. Stee couldn't outrun it. He dived under an abandoned van in time to avoid being taken by the marauding grey cloud which followed those still running. An elderly man fell next to the van and Stee dragged him underneath, covering the man's face with his jacket. Thank you. The man exhaled and Stee held the man's head in his hands, helping him sip the last bit of water in his bottle. He used some to clear dust from the man's eyes. They were both still alive, for now. Stee risked looking out and was horrified by the scene that they were caught in. The ground was completely painted with a thick grey powder similar to that which had covered the ghosts who emerged from the towers. Only now it had caked everything in the vicinity. The street took on the appearance of a post-apocalyptic horror film. This was not the New York he had grown to love over the last four years. The footsteps made by those who could walk looked like tracks in the snow. It was not winter and this wasn't snow. It was September 2001 and New York was now a city that mirrored the classic images of hell.